which seemed to be some part of the punchline to a cruel joke. To consciously navigate this existence with the desire for safety, triumph, calmness and certainty hardwired into us, all while being stricken to a chaotic world, fragile body and mysterious fluctuating in different universe. There are, has been and will continue to forever be things to worry about as long as this dictonomy exists, which will likely to be as long as human is human. There is no shortage of reasons to worry, and there is no shortage of causes for assum- assuming those reasons, even when one does not have. At least not yet. How absurd it would be to not at least some of the time feel worried by the absurdity of everything. But of course, after a point, worrying about the future and the unknown and potential of things going wrong, going wrong is nothing but a useless handicap. We mostly all know that overworrying can sometimes be just as much of a problem as not, as not worrying at all. But this balance, like most balances, is complex. How much concern for a future is enough? And how much is not? And how does one find out and reconcile this balance without worsening the whole problem? One philosophy in particular that focuses a good portion of its attention on addressing the problem of worry is the philosophy of Stoicism. An enduring, nearly universal school of philosophy originally founded in ancient Greece and then further popularized in ancient Rome. Generally, a key principle of Stoicism is understanding that the only thing we can truly control in life is our internal domain, our interpretation, our reactions and personal decisions, and everything else, the external reaction to our action, other people and that happenings of the world and universe at large are things we cannot. This is worth noting because regarding the issue of worrying, Stoicism suggests that one should try to maintain the following balances. An awareness that the things we are concerned about could and very likely might happen, that life will contain moments of tragedy and sharp turns, and that we should be prepared for these moments, both mentally and practically, in any way we can. However, equally important is recognizing that many of these sorts of catastrophic moments can be known, nor controlled, nor predicted, and thus, after a point, worrying has gone. Once one has done everything that is rationally and realistically preventive, they should work to revert their attention back to the present, leaving all additional concern about the future for the future. Awareness and rational preparation have value to the future at low cost to the present, but worrying about what one cannot know nor control of the future has no value to either and comes at the cost of the present. Following the stoic way of thinking, the potentially help counter this unnecessary anxiety and bring our attention and enjoyment back to the present. We can remind ourselves that in the future things can things might not be okay, but if they might not be, then they are now, or at least better than the future version we are worried about. If you are if we are worried that things will only get worse, then things are as good as they are ever be right now, and how foolish it would be to ruin what might be okay now out of concern of things potentially not being so later. If one cannot know nor do anything further to prevent it, and better yet, if one is wrong about what they are fearful of, 
and things will only get better and there is even less reason to worry moreover we tend to assume the worst we tend to worry not only about things going wrong but the worst case of things going wrong paired with the sense that in the face of such cases we would be broken and ruined beyond repair however how often is this actually true stoic philosopher seneca wrote we are more often frightened than hurt and we suffer more from imagination than from reality epictetus similarly wrote man is not worried by the real problem so much as by his imagined anxiety about real problems in all likeliness there is someone somewhere right now living some some version of seemingly worst case scenario for many of us living with no phone computer tv and a great many other huge portion of the happening in the world and here she is likely to just happy or unhappy as of right now we are adaptable creatures wired to adjust our worries to our circumstances as well as our abilities to remain okay in the face of them and it is perhaps of, of great use to consider and meditate on this idea frequently with com- confident that even if it went some version nearly worst case we would likely still be some form of okay the ingredient of your being that have gotten you where you are that have given you what your experience will still remain to paraphrase roman statesman and philosopher cicero while one still breathes and still has hope at least in some form in no way is this to make light of the pain of enduring and recovering from hardships in life there is a spectrum of human horrors some far worse and more terrifying than others in some cases it is entirely impossible improbable to recover in the true sense of this term but in, even if this is true and one is worried about us about, about these so about these sorts of uncoverable things happening then again they are, they haven't happened yet in truth how many things have we been worried about in the past that haven't crossed our minds since individually and collectively and what a, and what have we never worried about before that we are unfathomably worried about right now how often has time erected or eroded our worries in new but equal form how often has the world ended it hasn't how often has everything collapsed it hasn't how often has the world gone worst case it hasn't this doesn't mean that the latter two never have nor don't or that the former couldn't but proportionally it's rarely worth the bet french renaissance philosopher and writer michael de montaigne wrote my life has been full of terrible misfortune most of which never happened arguably many of us know all of this at least in some form or another in general we likely have a good logically conclude that worrying about what ha- hasn't happened or what we can do anything about only as a creates unnecessary suffering but yet but yet most of us keep worrying like with most difficult things there are paradoxes and ironies found in trying to implement these sorts of simple seeming ideas of resolution to trying to resolve one excessive worrying requires one being worried about their worrying at least to an extent one cannot use worry against worry to eliminate it and so realistically despite the stoic ideas being so obvious and perhaps simple in practice we will perhaps remain trapped in some amount of unnecessary worry 
inextricably linked with the human condition and consequently perhaps our goal should be reducing unnecessary worry rather than removing it entirely and perhaps by accepting this that one will always feel unease and that it is a natural part of the tragic backstory of human life paradoxically one might worry a little less about worrying as a whole if we shouldn't distress over what we can't change or control outside of ourselves perhaps at a point we shouldn't distress about what we can control inside of ourselves either of course all we can do is try our best and try our best to not to worry about the weather or not our best resolves the impossible because in truth there is likely no heroic ultimate defeat of worry only small mini victories moment to moment along the way ultimately we are not special in our suffering nor in our overcoming of them individually and collectively human history is carved through the trenches with deep in and out of oscillating hardship founded or unfounded they are plagued by plagues and hatred and conflicts and mortal fragility but if we ever are fortunate enough to worry about something that is potentially not survival happening to us as opposed to trying to survive and something that already has it is perhaps worth trying to be okay while still we are